Hello there, what's the story? How are you getting on? Welcome back. Now before we get into episode 41, just want to say a quick sorry for my um, tardiness. I probably should have posted this episode last week, but I was very under the weather. And to be honest, I'm still not 100% right. Got a bad head cold, bad cough, um, so my voice was all over the place the other day I was like I can't record the podcast like this it's some bit better today but it's still not 100% but I'm not going to get a chance to record this over the next few days so I got to do it it's now or never basically <laughs> so we're just going to have to put up with it I know I sound very uh, clogged up but whatever sinuses aren't great but whatever at least I'm testing negative So you don't need to worry about catching COVID through your headphones or through your speaker or wherever you're listening. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Um, Speaking of earphones, I just wanted to remind you of a little competition that I'm running over on my Instagram page. Just my way of saying thanks for the support over the last few months and trying to build up the podcast page a bit. I'm giving away a brand new set of White Beats Studio 3. All you have to do is head on over to the Instagram page at thcol.pod and follow the instructions from there. Just follow the page, tag three friends and share the post to your story. Simple as and the winner will be announced on Easter Sunday. It's a savage giveaway like 300 euro headphones so definitely don't miss out on a chance to win a set. And like I said before engagement is fairly low on the podcast page. It's like I post something nowadays and it might get like seven likes. I'm not sure what happened there to be honest. But at the moment there's like a hundred people have entered the competition. So if you enter today you're actually in with a half decent chance of winning. And it costs you nothing to enter like. I see other podcasts out there giving away like t-shirts and mugs and stuff like that. And thousands of people are lining up for it. I'm giving away the best headphones on the market and we've got a hundred names on the board. So don't miss out, you can't win it if you're not in it and I'm excited to give these beats away to one lucky winner. I have my own set and they are lethal in fairness to your man Andre for making them, he's a good lad. So what are you waiting for? Enter the competition today and you can get a nice Easter surprise courtesy of myself and the rest of the team here. Nah it's just me, I am the team. Me, myself and the three dogs. But I'll be doing more giveaways every once in a while as time goes on. So my podcast page definitely is worth a follow. At THCOL.pod You got that? On the ball. Let's move on. So as promised, today I'm going to explain in detail my reasons for quitting cannabis. I know I left the last episode on a bit of a cliffhanger when I spoke about loving the cannabis culture and loving working in the cannabis industry and all of that i also said that i 1000 percent believe it should be legalized everywhere so if i love it so much and if i think it should be legalized then why would i quit well that's the question i'm going to answer today the first thing i'd say is i'd open it up like this attachment is a route to suffering Anything that you're attached to becomes your master. And that could be with anything like weed, drink, drugs, your partner, junk food. Any of these things that you're attached to becomes your master. And I was fully attached to cannabis for years. 
me and Miss Mary Jane were joined by the hip. Trust me. The guy you're listening to is someone that couldn't do anything without having a bit of weed. You know, everyone smokes a little pot in high school. You hear older fellas saying that, like... Yeah, I was way beyond a little bit of pot in high school, like... I mean, I needed to have it going to work. If I'm going to the gym, bring weed. If I'm going out for drinks, bring weed. I mean, literally, anything I did, everywhere I went, had to have a nudge. And if I didn't have something to smoke, I'd turn into a cranky, strung-out little bitch. And on the rare occasion that I didn't have any, of course I could still go out and do what I had to do, like go to college or go to work. But I would just never feel like... I'd never feel like I was able to operate at 100%. And I'd just be in a shitty mood, like no motivation to do anything, unless I was high. The receptors in my brain, they became so used to having THC that when the bag ran dry and they couldn't get it, I'd just be thrown off balance totally. It was like an evil parasite in my head telling me to smoke weed every day in Nate Dog's voice too. If there was an outing or an event coming up, I'd be thinking like, yeah, that'll be fun, but it'll be so much better if I'm high. That was the mindset, like, everything would be so much more enjoyable if I'm stoned throughout. So as time went on, my tolerance kept increasing, and I started becoming more and more aware of my thoughts. I really felt like I was becoming a slave to the ganja. Everywhere I went, I'd be late because I had to have a smoke beforehand. It was like, show up on time, sober, or show up ten minutes late, stoned. I'm choosing the latter every time. And then I started kind of becoming envious of people who didn't have this problem. You know, like... You know, people that are just ready to get up and go at any given time without needing anything. Like some people can't leave the house until they've had a coffee. Some might need a cigarette. I needed a spliff. But the goal is to not need anything at all. That to me felt like a superpower... An unattainable superpower that I wanted to possess more than anything. So in 2020 I started taking the steps necessary to achieving this. And now, two years later in 2022, I'm reaping the rewards. Remember, anything that you're attached to becomes your master. And I'm not attached anymore. Now I am the master. (laughs) And now people ask me all the time. Why did you quit? Or how do you feel after quitting? Etc. That's what kind of pushed me to do these few episodes. Like when they ask me why, I just give them the short answer. But in reality, there are multiple valid reasons why I chose to quit. Like mentally, physically, financially and legally. So right now I'm going to run through each reason individually and hopefully someone out there listening can identify with my reasoning. First I'm going to touch on how it started affecting me mentally, especially from smoking strong sativa strains high in THC content. You see, smoking sativa will give you a head high. Indica is going to give you a body high, and hybrids are a cross between both indica and sativa. But in general, most smokers, they only smoke one or the other. I would smoke either, depending on the time of day or what I'm up to. Like, sativa is generally what you'd smoke if you're going out 
to socialize or if you wanted to get creative i would serve a lot of like i would serve a lot of like musicians writers artists etc a customer might come to me and say i'm writing a book or i'm writing a script for a new show what would you recommend something to get the creative juices flowing and then i'd offer them a variety of sativa strains because i know that that's what you need when you're working on a project you know it just helps you think on a totally different level and come up with some genius ideas i used to smoke it and come up with some crazy ideas in my head and i used to think like that's the lemon haze working it's magic and that's what you pay for you have to pay if you want to think like this you want these kind of thoughts you come to me you pay me son comprende and of course the idea or the potential to have that thought is already deep in your noggin somewhere a sativa strain will just give you the key to unlock that thought or idea that's the way i always thought of it like you don't even realize it but sativa was probably the inspiration behind some of the best movies ever written or songs ever created and this is facts even this podcast is a prime example of coming up with an idea when you're high during the early stages of creating this podcast i was high every day coming up with the team the logo the name everything you know researching how to get it off the ground everything so it can definitely be very beneficial in that regard on the flip side of that however it may cause you to become kind of trapped in your own thoughts which is going to lead to anxiety and paranoia and then your mental health comes into question i never really experienced any of this until covid hit in march 2020 i lost my job i was isolated from my friends and my family and i was essentially living off my old lal for a while she'd go out to work every day and i was kind of left on my own home alone all day every day smoking about 10 joints a day and that's when this podcast was conceived working on getting this off the ground it really kind of helped me at the time and gave me something to do day to day but it was hard i must say like it would have been hard for anyone but I do reckon the amount of weed that I was smoking made everything 10 times worse. So after a few weeks of lockdown I started getting extremely paranoid, anxious and almost deluded. Like I was thinking things were happening that were not happening. I started thinking everybody hates me. Which they don't. I hope not anyway. <laughs> too much weed. Too much time on social media. No income. Stuck in isolation. On the other side of the world. I actually felt like I was losing my mind at one point. Not to mention the environment that I was in. Like the downtown east side in Vancouver. If you don't know what I'm referring to. Check out episode 21, 22 and 23 of this podcast when you get a chance. And it all just became too much for me mentally. I started thinking man something's got to change here. And then it started affecting my behaviour. Like you're, you got to think of it like this. You're smoking a feminine plant it does make you a lot more emotional if you smoke enough of it for a long enough period of time and i felt like i was losing my ability to handle situations with the masculine energy that's needed do you know what i mean translation 
I would act like a little bitch when things didn't go my way. And that's not how I wanted to be. So again I started thinking, something's got to change here like. And in addition to all that I genuinely felt like I was getting dumber and dumber by the day. I could never think straight. I started slurring my words a little bit and my short term memory just went to shit. I could be talking to someone and just suddenly forget what we're talking about. Like my mind would just go blank mid-sentence. I'd have no recollection of days gone by. If you asked me on Friday what I did on Tuesday, I couldn't tell you. And if you know anything about me, you'll know that when I'm out and about, I take a lot of pictures. You always see me with the phone in my hand taking a video or a picture. And I know people kind of think like, look at this gimp taking pictures of everything. But it's purely because I want to remember it. You know what I mean? So I capture it on my phone. And if I don't do that, I'll genuinely forget about it within a week. Whatever it is. I just want to like capture the moment. You know what I mean? And if I don't, it'll genuinely be forgotten about within a week. But yeah, those are the things that I started experiencing mentally. But thankfully, no permanent damage was done. But I feel like if I didn't quit when I did, it probably would have just escalated and gotten worse and worse. And I've just become so obsessed with getting better. So now let me tell you how it started affecting me physically. For those of you that don't know, unfortunately I do have asthma. Red flag there straight away. Everyday weed smoker with asthma is a recipe for disaster. I'm an asthmatic weed fanatic. When I get high I leave the planet. Trying to kick the habit but every day is on my mind. Now it has been a bit of a hindrance throughout my life. It was really bad when I was a child. Probably had like two asthma attacks then. Couldn't go anywhere without my inhaler. But lucky enough, when I hit puberty, it just went away. It was brilliant. No inhalers. I could go anywhere, do anything, and really not have to worry. I swear people who don't have asthma, they don't know how lucky they are. It's not the worst thing you could have, but it's still a pain in the hole, like. Suppose you just learn to live with it, I'll put it that way. But after years of having no issues, it just came back with a bang in the summer of 2019, when I was in Canada. Obviously I was smoking heavy at the time and I remember just getting a bad cough but I thought it'd pass and it didn't. Long story short, between the summer time and Christmas time of 2019 I got three asthma attacks. I didn't tell any of my friends because I was a little bit embarrassed even though I know now there's nothing to be embarrassed about like but I was seriously scared for my life especially during one of them. Um... I'm not exaggerating, I'm not bullshitting, you know. Ireland has one of the highest cases in the world for asthma deaths per year. Look it up. There's about 60 deaths every year in Ireland from asthma. There's only about 10 in America. Obviously this just added to my anxiety and paranoia when when COVID hit, you know. But back to the asthma attacks for a sec. One was at work, so I just went home early. One was after work and I was really struggling throughout my shift but I just kind of got on with it. Then I finished work at 10pm. I left there to go to the bus stop. All my buddies were back at the gaff boozing and this was peak summertime. Like I had no inhalers and 
you know, I struggled throughout work, just put on a brave face. And then once I left work and I wasn't with any of my co-workers, I just shut down. It was like my body was hanging on to finish work. And then once I once I got out the door, I actually just shut down. I found a step to sit down on in some doorway. And I sat down and I was absolutely gasping for air. This was in the middle of East Hastings Street now. The most dangerous street in Canada. And I'm sat there trying to catch a breath. Like, you'd think I'd find the strength to at least move off the street and sit down somewhere else. But no, not possible. When I say my body shut down, I mean I physically could not stand up. And then two homeless drug addicts came along and they sat down on the same step that I'm sitting on. A guy and a girl with a shopping trolley with all their stuff dumped in there. She said, I hope you don't mind us shooting up here. I couldn't move, I couldn't speak, I could barely breathe. And at this point I couldn't care less what these two were doing. They could have robbed me blind and I wouldn't have been able to do a thing about it. My only focus was not dying and finding the strength to make it to the bus stop. So they're literally shooting up heroin right next to me, like one foot away from me, sitting on the same step and I'm thinking, man, this is a bleak moment of my life. And after about a half an hour at least, I finally found the strength to get up. I made a move, but progress was very slow. I'd walk for like two minutes, then stop for two minutes, then I'd walk for two minutes and then stop for two minutes again. Like it took me well over an hour to get home that night and by the time I did get back the party was over but I wouldn't have been able to partake anyway. I was shagged like. And I have to tell you about the last one that I got a few months later. Christmas Eve 2019. Genuinely the closest I've ever come to dying I'd say. Everyone had gone back home to Ireland for Christmas. It was just me and one of the lads in the house. He would have been working nights on the 23rd and I was home alone for the whole night coughing like a lunatic. I said right I'll get through tonight and I'll go to the pharmacy first thing in the morning get some new inhalers but the morning comes it's about 9am and I'm in an awful condition like the pharmacy is only a 10 minute walk up the road and it took me an hour to get there imagine. I had a fever I was sweating I could not breathe. To the point where I was losing oxygen and my vision was gone. Everything was like white blurry. Lack of oxygen to the brain causing your vision to go is a scary thing to happen. I'd sit on a bench for ages. Took my hoodie off. I'm sitting there just in a t-shirt in the middle of winter. I came so close to asking someone to call me an ambulance numerous times. I was actually on the verge of calling an ambulance. But I was thinking like... If I go to hospital now in an ambulance, that's Christmas ruined. And as a non-citizen, it would have cost me thousands to call out an ambulance and be brought into hospital on Christmas Eve. So I was very reluctant to do it, even though I was like on the brink of passing out. I was in a bit of a pickle, but I just thought, man, if I can make it to the pharmacy, I'm sorted. So same as before, I'd walk for one minute, then take a break for two minutes walk for one minute take a break for two minutes i'm not joking you my body was shutting down like it was scary thing it took me over an hour to get there and i'm not joking you can literally see the pharmacy from the gap i eventually got there and i got two new inhalers i sat down outside had a bottle of water 
a few puffs of my inhaler and I was tip top magoo. It was like Popeye chugging back a can of spinach. I was completely fine after a few puffs of the inhaler and then I walked back home normal as if nothing had happened. But that was a very scary episode. I know it sounds very dramatic and quote unquote experts out there probably thinking I bet he didn't have a real asthma attack but I've been dealing with this shit my whole life. I know what an asthma attack feels like and that was one of the worst I have ever gotten in my life. I've probably gotten like six or seven in my life. Two or three during childhood. Um, I was okay throughout my teens and all my twenties but then in 2019 it really did come back with a bang and I got I got medication now and I'm still on it um, because my asthma is still pretty bad at the moment. It has been for the last two or three years now but all that talk about asthma like it may or may not have anything to do with weed but all I'm saying is if you do have respiratory problems you're better off staying well away from it. Smoking is a danger to anyone but if you have asthma you're actually playing with fire. This was a major reason that I had to quit. My other two reasons are just legal reasons and financial reasons. Fairly self-explanatory so I won't elaborate on that too much. Financially, listen, I used to get 8 grams of weed for free off my boss every day in Canada. 8 grams every day for free. In Ireland, it costs 50 euro for 2 grams. It's an absolute rip-off here in Ireland. And it'd break my heart handing over 50 euro for two grams of shitty weed when I was getting proper BC bud for free over there every day. Nah, not gonna happen. And like, the money that I used to spend on weed years ago, before Canada, was insane. Now I'm saving a fortune because I don't have that expense anymore. Instead of buying weed, now I just buy myself really nice things. Now I just make it rain everywhere I go. They call me Ty Dolla Sign Jr. Not true at all. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, legal reasons. Well basically it's as simple as this. Me and the missus have plans. And if I get in any kind of trouble. Those plans could genuinely be ruined. Do I think the laws need to be updated? Absolutely. But until then I've got to lay low. That means no fighting. No stupidity. And I cannot get caught with weed. So when I was coming home to Ireland last year. I knew that I could not continue my habit. Or I'm basically risking my future. And that just ain't worth it. But now you know why I quit. Those are the four main reasons why. I mean mentally, physically, financially and legally. Next time I'm going to be talking about how I quit. They showed a few tips and tricks for fellas that are also thinking about quitting. Sorry I ended up talking about the asthma there for way longer than I had planned. But now I think it's time for our winner and wanker of the week. Uh, wanker of the week goes to that protester who tied himself to the goalpost in Goodison Park during Everton's win over Newcastle on Paddy's Day. What a clown. He's the head off the Riddler in the new Batman film. Anyone with that Bee Gees haircut and those funky 70s glasses is a guaranteed serial killer. But appearances aside, like, what a weird thing to do. There are some seriously unstable creatures out there. And he's protesting about oil, like his t-shirt said, just stop oil. What does that even mean? Stop purchasing oil, stop using oil. Like if I said, just stop water. Like, what? 
I don't get it. How are you supposed to just stop a natural resource? Like, it's beyond me. But anyway, the 21-year-old tied himself to the goalpost by his neck and the game was stopped for like eight minutes while security used the players to cut him loose. And then he was arrested. But like I said, different species altogether. A fool. And that's my pick for this week's wanker. And the winner of the week goes to Mr. Mike Tyson. I'm sure I've given Tyson winner of the week in the past. I've even done a full episode dedicated to him last year. But recently his cannabis company announced the launch of his ear-shaped THC gummies called Mike Bites. Basically edibles in the shape of an ear with a bite mark. Which is a reference to his notorious moment when he bit Holyfield's ear during their fight in 1997. I just thought that was such a cool story. Like honestly a real full circle moment for Tyson. Something that caused him so much grief earlier in his career. He can now kind of make light. Not only make light of it but profit from it. Boss move if you ask me. Mike bites too. It's kind of got a bit of a ring to it like. And that's why Mike Tyson is this week's winner of the week. Fair play. And speaking of THC edibles, I think that's a topic worth discussing over the next few weeks. Because, as you know, there was a time when I was having an edible pretty much every day. And it's not a very common thing here in Ireland at all. So I think it's something definitely worth talking about. You know, I'll do an episode on edibles, an episode on CBD... I might do one on like mushrooms and other stuff like that in an effort to kind of educate people on these things because I feel they're definitely getting more and more popular around the world. So so it might be worth your while to get some extra info on these kinds of things. But anyway, that's going to do it for me. Thanks for stopping by. Come back next week and I'll be giving a detailed account of how I quit. Today you got why I quit. Next week you're getting how I quit. And don't forget to head on over to the Instagram page to be in with a chance to win a brand new set of Beats Studio 3. Have a great week, take care, be good, and God bless.